handoff here to David Johnson. And David Johnson looking for the end zone, and he gets in there to the first score of the season, which looked as if it belonged to Demarcus Robinson on Kansas City's last drive. Instead, goes to the Houston Texans. It's pulled in the pocket over the middle, and that will be caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. Pullback now, they split it out to the right. Go from tight to wide. The pass caught by Watkins, and he gets in. You just saw Demarcus Robinson do this thing. And a very good offensive line. Second down and three. Big hole. Edwards Alaire will take it to the end zone. Mahomes on the move. Throws. Caught. Hill. Touchdown. Well, and welcome in, GMs. It's lovely to, to have you back listening to the Pigcast episode two. You know who it is. It's Brad Mondadontes with the other pig. What's your name? Uh, Omid. And we have a huge coup for the show. Couldn't believe it when we got uh, reached out by, well, an absolute A-lister who wanted to join in. Um, so, yeah, introduce yourself. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Number 12 in your rankings, number one in your heart. It is GM Everson of the Evangelists. Very pleased to be here and obviously very blessed to be here. I was going to say, Dave, many blessings to you, sir. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure. Just really quickly, Braz, are you typing? No. Okay, just, I just... On my end, it sounds like, isn't it? Typing, but it is what it is. Probably because we are joined by some divine (laughs) people here. (laughs) Maybe it's someone trying to join in. Put it that way. Well, we'll see how we go. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, thanks for taking um, time out of the busy schedule to be here. We appreciate it. So how's it feel to be on your first show? Yes, phenomenal. You know, been listening for uh, for a year now. You know, just uh, waiting for the opportunity to to get involved, and you know, really trying to boost those uh, those viewer listenings from uh, what was it, twelve up to thirteen? Well, yeah, we had we had fourteen, fourteen to fifteen. Then you know, trying to <laughs> trying to expand the brand, as they say. So yeah, well, exactly. And you're on Spotify, mate. The sky is the limit. <laughs> So yeah, so let's let's get, let's uh, let's let's move into it then, GMs. Let's get let's get going. So busy, busy week mm. in Certainly. the PFL. Um, I know that in the start you would have heard Ceh doing his thing. We're gonna have some, you would have heard the highlights of, of the show. And we'll get into that. Mm. But um, we had the draft, and well, I tell you what, let's start let's start with the trade, and we'll go back to the draft. How do you guys feel about the the big trade that went down? Go on, Dave. Wow. Yes, you can lead, lead us off. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I mean, um, 
it's been a busy, busy six days, hasn't it, guys? Um, yeah, I was not expecting that type of a trade early on, um, especially between um, yeah the the two GMs that, that got involved. You know, uh, you know they they look for a trade, they do, they look for value, but I think we'd see it that early on and with uh, that caliber of player either. But you know, to me, that maybe. That maybe has a little bit of a whiff of uh, not necessarily desperation, but unhappiness, shall we say, maybe about uh, about the the come of the draft. Maybe who knows? What are your thoughts? Well, well, I I I think it's a reaction from Neil, and I don't know this for a fact. I think it's a reaction from Neil on the Kareem Hunt contracts. I think when he mm. goes and signs another two year deal, mm. av- averaging six seven million. Yeah, I think that put the willies up in May a little bit, and and Chubb, I think, has Chubb only got a year or two left on his deal? Yeah, maybe he's a free agent next year, year, something like that. Yeah, so I think maybe maybe he got a little bit concerned about that while his value is still high, and obviously he likes a stag, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's gone for Alvin, and I think he's obviously buzzing with Ed because we know Ed is very in on wide receivers this season. Mm. So I think Ed was quite happy to gain Cup. And still lose, even though he lost AK, he's still gaining Chubb, and, and Ed's Ed's content with that. So, I, I think it's it's a it's a decent trade in that sense. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, uh, well, and just to jump in on that, I think Neil Neil was 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 fairly heavy with you know wide uh, uh Also, you know he was he was probably happy to you know to to, to look at making that trade, and you know he's still got some guys there that. Um, you know, like Antonio Gibson, probably a nice little star there that I think could have a good year. You know, mm. he took Kenyon and, and uh, well, he went wide receiver, uh, running back, running back, first and second round. So, um, you know, I think he always had a little bit of um, little bit of, of cash to deal with, as it were, in terms mm. of a, in terms Some of a assets. Mm. Well, yeah, Dave, looking at your uh, roster, you have uh, Kareem on your team, don't you? Kareem the Dream. Yeah, very much so. He was um, he was a player that I'd, I'd, I'd scouted a little bit through, you know, through the uh, I wouldn't say rigorous uh, research process, but through the through the research process, I, I did like him. I think um, crunching the numbers and watching the watching the tape. You know, he's he's uh, yeah. Hope have a good year. Cleveland are a, are a funny one. You know, they've got some real good talent on the attacking side of the ball, but. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of mouths to feed. But yeah, I think with this, uh, like we said earlier, with this extra flex spot now, I think hopefully, you know, he's some really, really strong upside and they'll be uh, giving him plenty of snaps. I even heard he might be might be lining up as a, as a receiver, yeah, the formations. But he's one of the few, isn't he? He's one of the few sort of RB2s or backups that has legit standard yeah, value on, on any week. Like he will still get five to ten yeah. touches of the ball, whether Chubb balling out or not. So... There's not many. He was he, he was definitely the one to tar- target when all the number ones went. Yeah. Well, yeah. You had a little talk about the the roster there. That's a nice little little uh, little segue into this to the next question. Then, so how how are you feeling about the uh, the extra flexes and the, and the new little roster in the PFL? Then. Interesting. I think. Uh, <clears throat> and at last week, it'll be it'll be really nice to get some um, you know some 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 reports from uh, from Optopig as the season goes on to see how those. You know, average points scored, how they how they work. Um, you know, week to week, and kind of what you're going to need to get to essentially get that, or being with a chance of getting that that win from week to week. So, I found it 
little bit difficult. I think we said the the quality definitely drops off probably in that last flex spot and then into your bench. But hey, it's uh, you know it's all it makes the GMs work a little bit harder, which is uh, interesting. We'll see see which uh, diamonds in the rough can be uncovered. Yeah, that's going to be the thing, isn't it? If you can find that little little gem off the wire, um, that's going to really help your team. I mean, just 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 briefly looking looking at it, I think there's going to be some very tough moments, some very tough decisions, especially when the bye weeks hit. Mm. Um, you're going to be putting people in the team that probably wouldn't normally start because um, of the depth of the team. Um, but yeah, we'll see. It'll be great. And like I said, anything to make the GMs work a little harder for that lovely pink ring. You know, you can't you can't just be given those things out. You've got to work for it. Absolutely. But I, I think as well, Brad, like, I know we've had a chat in the exec committee group um, your the exec other, committee, the your <laughs> the PFL exec committee. Um, that it is interesting how the additional flex it can it could potentially hamper things for trades. It could lead to less trading this year. I mean, we hope not. Purely because the benches will be full of those pigs that we wouldn't have picked up <laughs> last year. So, like you know, there is twenty four players that you have to start this year that last year would have been sat on your bench. Mm. But then, therefore, you've got 24 players sat on your bench that would have been sat on waivers. And it may make trading harder because the pieces you're you're looking to move on aren't going to be as desirable. So there is a, there's perhaps a little bit... Of, like I wasn't convinced on that, but the more I thought about it when you and Ed mentioned it, the more I'm actually thinking, you know what, you might be onto something there. But then we've already had a trade this week, so maybe yeah, maybe what do we know? teething issues. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe it's just some initial teething issues, and a and a couple of trades will get that going. But yeah. Well, so how how was uh, the draft preparation for you both? Then we all ready to go? Did you have a strategy, or was it just be fluid? Oh, I mean, if I can jump in, just to uh, just to steal a phrase from from uh, the good co-hosts across the way there um you know i think that in any draft strategy there needs to be a little bit of zig and a little bit of zag isn't that right Andrew? <laughs> that is very right yeah and, and i certainly zig <laughs> we definitely saw some zigging and some zagging mm. which was uh no it was nice i mean overall i think it was a you know um first time on on zoom for for all the gms i believe for a for an online draft i know we've had bits and pieces before but um you know, apart from some some Canadian Wi-Fi issues and not wanting to <laughs> to mess up his picks, um, you know, all the GMs were present, I believe. So um, no, it was a uh, it was good. It was I, I enjoyed it. It was it was a nice atmosphere. And how did you feel about your about about your team, David, and and your prep? Yeah, um, <clears throat> prep's always an interesting one. You know, you can spend all day and all night looking over everything. Um, I know there are some GMs here that that live and die by the numbers, as it were. Mm. There are some that live and die by the by the analysts. I try and take it with a little bit of a pinch of salt. You know, do what you can. Love a good mock draft. Uh, sleep is very good for that, as well as fantasy pros because you can do it in about five percent of the time. Doing it. on ESPN, mm. um, but I don't think that any mock draft ever really prepares you for how the PFL draft comes. You know, especially no. when Daki's taking taking holiday over Julio. Jones. Well, that's what I was going to mention. I was going to say, if you had any thoughts about 
I don't want to call it Daki Gate, but of what happened um, <laughs> well, in the draft. There's I... been reports of some technical ish issues over in the Ducal War Room, over in over in the forest there. And he obviously <laughs> set. He obviously set. So he's obviously used the ESPN tool to set his rankings, which many of us did. I did, and I know Ed did, and I think you did, Bradders, as well. I did a little bit, yeah. Um, so just so they were preloaded, and he's either got the wrong end of the stick with the boxes he was meant to tick, or he's. Or he's just made an absolute mess of it. Um, but yeah, he took Austin Eckler in the first round, which I think is fair enough. If you mm-hmm. like him, you don't think he's going to get back to you, then that's cool. But then with people like, was it Tyreek Hill and Julio Jones on the on the board, he complained of... Yeah, I've just got the draft recap the here. Yeah, he complained of after the pick, not seeing them on his board. And obviously, Goloday was the top of his list. So he, so he took him and... Um, to, to gasps and shocked faces throughout Zoom. Yeah, I mean, looking at it now on the draft recap, round two, so Zaki had um, pick three around two, went Kenny, Kenny Golladay. We had Devontae Adams, Todd Gurley, Miles Sanders, Julio Jones, Tariq Hill, Tariq Hill, Hopkins, Godwin, and Kelsey all went after, um, which is very interesting. So, I mean, this was going to sort of lead into another, another sort of question here for you guys. When I was saying he would probably be the biggest surprise of the draft because normally he 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 can get a little bit of stick from whatever, but he normally puts together a quite a high high scoring team. Mm. Um, so seeing those those names go off the board like that was a surprise. Um, and I think unfortunately he is near the bottom of the ranks. He's going to struggle. I think to to bring it back, but you never know. Like I said, fantasy is a, a weird and wonderful game. Uh, you know, get a few gems off the wire. I mean, I don't know what if you guys you guys agree. Would you say he's probably the weakest team because of it currently? I think. I mean, he, I would say he's probably not maximised those first few rounds as best as he could have. Whether that's down to technical issues or lack of prep or what, I suppose or we won't know. Mexicana Gate or something. Um, like that. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean. You know, he's like this week. I mean, on his bench, he's got players that may be relevant in a few mm. weeks' time, possibly not mm. relevant now. Um, you know, Golladay's not a bad player by any stretch. No, no. Yeah. Player he could have had on top. And, you know, it's not it's not crazy to say Golladay may have got back round to him um, in the third. Possibly, possibly not, but there's a chance. I mean, Eckler and T- Taylor aren't bad. Um, and Ridley should be decent, but. Yes. I think, again, who went after Ridley, Bradders? What, what, what receivers went after Ridley? Just quickly going through it. So where are we? He took Ridley in the fourth. Robinson, Juge. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Woods. Yeah, I think I'd have preferred all of them over Ridley. Um, but again, so if that's down to his ranks or a little bit of technical issues, then yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. Just, just, just for my eye. I look at that team and I think that that's he's going to have to do some work. Yeah. Were you the same for you, Dave? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't really uh, don't don't take any pleasure in putting anyone bottom of the list, but seeing as it's it's been me a number of times, <laughs> to not be uh, to now not be potentially uh, you know have that millstone of number twelve around your neck, but you know, fantasies are. You know, it's a long old, long old season, and um, like uh, like Andrew said, you know, there's guys on that list there. Jonathan Taylor could be a, could be a, you know, could be a real stud this year when he gets some time. You've got people like Matt Brader in, in Miami that are going to get going to get touches. Miami, um, and uh, you know, 
the big question mark over Lenny Fournette and, and how that shapes up. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think he's, he's certainly down there. Um, you know, we were talking about it earlier, possibly the Mormons as well. Not necessarily for a roster reason, but just because it's a you know it's a it's a well established league and it's 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 bringing a goldfish into a shark tank you know you know it's it, it takes a bit of time to get used to it so um, so yeah I think that's that's probably where we are but like I say I'm I'm glad just not to be potentially the one down at the bottom for right now although that may change. Oh, yeah. Three weeks anyway, of games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this whole the, this new roster makeups is quite interesting. I know when I look through the rosters and see if there's any business I could maybe send to people. I could, mm. I'm sure it's the same when people look at my team. Like I just see more holes. I don't want to mm. say holes, but there's things that could I think could be problems for GMs. You know, like but it is oh, just yeah. the, just just the, the the caliber of player you have to pick in your third and well second and third spot in the flex. Um, you're going to look at those guys and think, oh, he's a bit of a pig. But then you think, well, you've got those pigs on your on your team as well. Especially when you get to the bye weeks. Like, I think mm-hmm. I've already done. I mean, I'm quite lucky. I, I sort of worked it out, the, all of the players that I miss throughout the season because of bye weeks. But I know when, like, certainly when I get to week sort of nine and ten, I mean, I think I'm going to be taking losses week nine and ten. So mm-hmm. I think I've got, to, for those previous eight, eight games, I need to try and be in as much of a positive yeah. positive win result as I can because um, yeah I get hit pretty hard sort of late the late part yeah that's that's it I mean I've always I've always that's probably been a little bit of an Achilles heel of mine uh, alongside all the other issues um, is uh, <laughs> keeping track of those those bye weeks you know for players and, and I've definitely fallen foul of it a few times where I've had you know double or triple guys all on uh, all on the same bye week which uh, like like home and said, you know, kind of later in that season, I think week eight's a big one this year um, for for the league in general. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how people deal with that, and it might lead to some trading. I don't know to to get round those oh, weeks. Who, who knows? Well, we all love a bit of business. We all love seeing that little alert come up on the mobiles and hearing the ESPN <laughs> sound. That's it. We all rush to it, but then we all start analysing who won, who lost. <laughs> so. So yeah, I mean, before we go on to the the, the last little uh, the segment talking about the upcoming matches, um, is there anyone? So okay, so apart from your own two teams, and you can't choose yourself for either. Who's your early pig bowl and stag bowl candidates? If there's any that stand out to you, early pig bowl and stag bowl. Yeah, I think early stag bowl for me is Rendell. I'd agree. I've got Rendell's like team, and it's very team. balanced. There's a balanced I team. I like Rendell's team. I mean, you look at his last two flex spots, and all right. Like, I don't love them personally, mm-hmm. but for some reason, Mostert seems to be top of the running back depth chart for the moment over in San Fran, although that's not who I would have had. And Kerryon Johnson, at least for the moment, will be the number one guy in Detroit. Obviously, they've got AP now, and they've invested in the rookie Swift, who's come out of college, uh, you know, who has come out of college looking good. He's got Cam on the bench. He's got Robbie Anderson on the bench. He's a good deep threat. I mean, Jeffrey, who's currently out, could be half decent. But, you know, you look, he's got Brady, he's got Zeke, he's got Carson, he's got mm. Thielen. He's and got he's Allen. got the backups from as well in case Gordon. anything goes wrong. These were all people I wanted. You know, Thielen was someone that I liked the look of. But I, but I, as Dave said, I zigged in the third round when everyone zagged and I went for the QB. You know, Thielen's the sort of person I would have looked for. Allen, I think, is going to be good. Mm. Um, and, yeah, early, I think he's got a nice balance of names as well as, like, good situations. 
Yeah. Um, but for bottom end, it's tough, mate. I mean, I wouldn't say anyone's got a really awful team. It's all way too early, isn't I it? Mean, it's just I mean, would, I, would pot- I, mean, I would potentially say Dave's got a few question marks on his bench, maybe with Zach Moss. We don't know what he is yet. And Christian mm-hmm. Kirk, he's going to potentially be stuck behind Hopkins um, for a lot of touches and stuff. And Kenyon Drake, they can throw him the ball a fair bit. But, I mean, I still think, for me, Daki's got some work to do to get out of the pig bowl um, situation. Um, and I say Rendell's an early front runner. Yeah, for sure. Dave, do you echo that? or? <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go with that. I mean, I always find it hard, especially, you know, at this time of year, everyone's everyone's sort of letting the dust settle, trying to get their heads around what they've got, you know, um, trying to players and talk down others um so so yeah i guess we'll, we'll see i mean i'm just roll through here and you know um there's some there's some some strong units there but then there's also guys that you know um one or two injuries happen to a team touch wood and and things begin to look very different for a Absolutely. for a group especially if you've invested a you know a high end pick in them so uh, or that's so you know, uh, not to say that they will be down the bottom, but take the Mexicanos, for instance. I mean, starting running backs of Mac and Chubb. I mean, if, you know, if, if Mac's phased out because Jonathan Taylor starts looking strong or, you know, Chubb doesn't see as much because of the hunt, hunt eating into his touches or, um, you know, take the self, uh, Bradley, with the Oinkers. If, if Derek Henry doesn't have a repeat of last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it all starts to... Values, values change with the win, but um, now I think I'll I'll uh, I'll stick with what Homan said for now and just keep things on a, on an even keel. But even like you touched upon there, Dave, like with 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 you, Brad, and I know Ed, like you were both well, not sort of rigid with it. I know you both like the idea of getting a running back in the first round, and unless anything better appears, sort of smashing mm. wide receiver for the next few rounds. I know you sort of zigged as well, Brad. As I think you like the idea of Murray. Throughout their season, I think you grabbed mm-hmm. it in round five. Yeah, yeah I, but I think that was the that was the risk. I think with that, so well, not, there's a risk with every strategy, but in terms of you know Ed, I do worry about Ed in terms of you know if one injury to a running back happens and he's picked up Mac who in the first few weeks he's going to be okay, and if we know Ed, we know he's going to think right. Well, if Mac has a good week, I'll try and sell him on now. When <laughs> you know, typical. Uh, I would have yeah, thought most of Jewish us may see. May see through it and think, well, you know, the the arrival of Taylor is imminent, and obviously mm-hmm. Ed may be trying to cash in on that. Likewise, you know, Chubb, yeah, he's the guy for the moment. If he gets hurt, he's done for because Hunt will take the workload, and Hunt's got the ability to be the number one guy. Um, but also, like you said, there, similar with you, brothers, you've got Sony Michelle in your second running back spot. I like Tevin Coleman. I think Tevin Coleman's an excellent pick, and I think you'll probably find yourself playing him more than Sony. But again, mm. if you lose Henry, those guys that did go receiver a, a bit heavier early doors might find things get a little bit tricky. But mm. just to uh, just to just to jump back in on that, talking about picks, just having a little look at the sort of first round there, and um, if we can just take a minute to to talk about the uh, the stud performance of the week from our our, our newest favourite young rookie, mm. Mister Edwards Hilaire. Just um, just wondered if there's any comments because. With yourselves both on here at pick six and seven, mm. are you uh, 
you know, I was surprised that he fell to nine and he fell to the troopers. Yeah, that, I think. Any, just... any comments there? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, obviously, I'll step up for this one because these guys, Andrew, Andrew and Ed, will, will know that I was very high on Clyde Edwards Alaire. Um, mm. He was a shout for me um, because uh, I know you hear a lot of stuff about him and you hear, oh, yeah, he could do this and he can do that and he's got a great opportunity. Um, it was just more. It was a bit of a bit of bottle, really. I mean, you get such an early pick on on him on a rookie is a bit unknown. So I, mm. I went a bit more of the safe, the safer one. Um, but yeah, I'm, seeing him go off is not a surprise. Um, I think he'll fall in the end zone a lot just because yeah. of how good that team is. Um, yeah. But then it, it was all a matter of how how much he was going to get, and he's come out and got twenty five carries to start off the season. So mm. the troopers are absolutely laughing there. Yeah, he, they could he could ride them to a playoff spot. But then, like you said, with, with, with going back on the other other teams and stuff, look at his team. If if Zach Moss takes um, single single trees work, mm-hmm. he hasn't got much else to to, to replace it. And so, you know, you're saying if, he, if these big big injury, if if your round one player gets injured, you're going to struggle no matter what. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the Clive Edwards-Alaire, he's very exciting. I watched it. He looked, he looked great. He left, I don't know who the defender was for, for the, um, the Houston. He left him you know, in treacle and then off, yeah. and off he went. I mean, what do you guys think? It's exciting, well, isn't he? Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, certainly for me, with Dave's question there, I was the same. He was there. I've always liked Mixon and I've had him before. I've been a big fan of him. Um, but again, mine was a bit of bottle in the sense of that and a bit of luck. I went a few seasons back. I think I had a similar pick, sort of the five, six, seven range. And Hunt was the rookie mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Kansas. And I think it was the year they had Shady, but he got hurt. And that, and he was propelled into, you take him in like the top five, top six picks. And he was a rookie. And I was like, and, and, and I deferred to the experts on that occasion. And it worked out. Mm. And I was like, I don't necessarily want to want to try my luck here and do it again. So I was like, I like Mixon. I like his situation personally. He's now signed the contract. Mm. And that's when I passed up on him. But then obviously after that, you can't then pass up on Thomas, yeah. which obviously um, did happen. Um, and then obviously Tuxie's thought, well, you know, the Andy Reid lead back yeah. is, um, isn't a bad guy to take. And it worked out wonderfully for him. First week, was it 19 points in week one? 19.8, yeah. He could be... Um, you know, the odds on him being the number one running back coming into the season are now slashed. But, yeah, it could be fun for the troop- troopers. But, yeah. For like, for sure. Now, yeah. For sure. So. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll move on to the last little segment of the, of the show. Um, nice little little chat. It's nice to get your ideas on, on the different teams and your perspective. It's always good to listen to the other side of the fence. But we'll move on to, the, to, the, to week one. Um, as you said, we spoke about Mr. Edward Solaire. I suppose that might, might be a good position to start with with our with my with my game um, against the Troopers. We find ourselves nineteen points point eight points behind. Um, we, we unfortunately didn't didn't start Sammy Watkins. Um, Plotkins, yeah, or plot or twat twatkins Sammy Watkins. But yeah, so let's, let's let's go through and let's see let's, let's go who you think is going to win. So troopers or winkers? After that start, you'd like to think that uh, the troopers are heavy, heavy favourites. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, I, I mean, I probably, I think I, I probably fancy Alan 
against New York. But Kyler Murray had two of his best games last season uh, against San Fran, despite how good their defense is. Henry could struggle with the altitude, but you've got two good receivers there that on their day can be number one. Tight end strong, but he's got a strong tight end. I think your flexes are probably stronger for the week. Um, but it's going to be close, mate. I think I'd have to say that was a push. <laughs> I'll push that one. <laughs> what are you saying, Dave? What do you reckon? Yeah, I think um, I'll stick with the, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the, the momentum and the, 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 the troops, unfortunately, with which they got behind them. You know, I, I think it's nice if they, if they do go and get that win because it sets them up with a nice false sense of security before they, you know, drop off a cliff as per usual. So, <laughs> no, we have, I, I looked at the matchups on this one. I wasn't, I wasn't holding much hope. So, I mean, obviously, I know Kyler has a, had a good, good chance against San Fran, but I'm looking at um, Odell at Baltimore. Um, you know, little things like that. And James Crowder at, at Buffalo. Um, I'm not holding much hope in terms of big performances, but I planted my flag in Deshaun Jackson this week. I think he's going to have a massive week. Mm. I think he should, have, he, he should, he should be. Um, have a bit more points than than Parker up against New England. He's going to show up against Gilmore. Um, mm. So yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be tight. But I I think the troopers will start one and zero. Only time will tell. Um, so what have we got next? Let's have a look. So who have the who have the evangelists got this week then? So we are welcoming uh, the new boys to the league. So it's a very religious affair. Yeah, religion uh, bowl. The, uh, the evangelists <laughs> and the Mormons. So lots of uh, lots of friendship in the uh, in the stand. You know, <laughs> everyone's holding the door open for each other, and no one's actually to get again. Um, yeah, so you know, it's, it's going well. Tight, tight projections. Um, Travis Kelsey um, started well. Happy with the happy with the TD. That was. You know, uh, I, I, did, I did the usual where you wake up nice and early, get a little refresh of the scores, <laughs> and I was, mm. I was I was happy with that to be honest. Oh, um, sorry, Dave, to interrupt. Breaking news. Oh, Dan okay. Cook has agreed to a five-year contract extension. Massive. Sorry, Dave. Carry on. That's okay. That's okay. Some will be very happy. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a great start for Kelsey. Um, yeah, let's just see. Like I think I've said to a few different GMs now, um, I'm hoping the question marks around some of the players in my squad will uh, will be answered this this coming weekend, and you know, hopefully that will put me in a good in a good spot. I'm hoping for a win. You know, start one and zero. It's always nice, and and move on from there. Yeah, I mean, looking at looking at the team, I think you should edge it. Um, I think I think you got you obviously got the big dog. You got McCaffrey. You got one of my favourites, just um, Mr. Connor. I'm a big fan of him this year. I hope I think he'll be massive. I think um, was he third round? Yeah, top of the third. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't long ago. He was in he was in the first. So, I mean, I know he's got questions on his health, but if he stays fit, I think you've got an absolute diamond there. Um, and then look, looking against the other. The, Against the Mormons, um, you know, Chark and Diggs could have some could have some some value here. But I'm looking. At, we don't know what's going on in LA with the running backs. Acres could put up two points. Um, yeah. CD Lamb's new in Dallas. Um, I think you take this one comfortably. Yeah, let's let's I, I hope so. so. Um, let's let's hope so. You know, um, we all know fantasy can can be a cruel mistress, but uh, certainly can. 
let's hope that uh, come, I'm just looking there, so New York play on Monday, so, you know, Tuesday morning, hopefully I'll have that, that alert come through. I don't know. Delicious. Now, bonus. Yes. Who have we got? Yeah, we got the Chapsers. Um, oh, you're going, going into Cash City? Yeah, we're going to Cash City, <laughs> cashing some checks, uh, making some withdrawals. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, I've been, so, I mean, I'm quite happy because, obviously, he's played Mahomes and I had Fuller playing against him. And I'm quite happy. I think I said to you earlier on in the week, brothers, mm. if, if I come out of that game less than 10 points behind him yeah. with Mahomes having played, I'm feeling confident. Um, sure. I've got Lamar Jackson to play. I've got Mixie, Sanders, uh, Juju. Um, and I like the upside for a lot of my players for this week. Mm. I think the matchups are relatively strong. Uh, but obviously, he's still got people like Cook, Ingram, Hopkins, Andrews. And there's a few situations in this game where, you know, if, let's say, Lamar Jack, if Andrews scores, great. I've got the points for Jackson, but I. I counteract that with Andrews. Mm. So I almost lose out there. And yeah, it, I mean, I'm confident off the back of being, I think, quick maths here, eight, only 9.2 points behind Ashy. And he's had his QB play. So I'm confident, mate, but we'll have to see. There's some tough games in here. Like the New York Giants defense isn't amazing. So I hope, I hope Juju can do well, provided Ben's arm is all good. I think Sanders is potentially on limited carries for this week, purely because he's been dealing with a hamstring. Mm-hmm. I think Mixie's all good to go. I think um, I think that Jackson is all good to go. John, who's been my ride or die this season, and I think he's the number two t- target behind AJ Brown. Hilton against Jacksonville. I hope he eats and eats well, because they've they, 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 they basically let everyone go who's remotely good. Um, <laughs> Landry might, might struggle. And Howard against New England could be interesting. Maybe some goal line work there. But as you said, Dave, him and Bre- Breed are going to be splitting time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be interesting. But I fancy it this week. I've had a positive start, bearing in mind that Mahomes has played. So, Yeah, how do you see it, Dave? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, it sounds crazy to be, to be saying this sentence, but you're almost happy when Patrick Mahomes plays against you and comes away with only 20 mm-hmm. points. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, because it could have been. Now I've only seen the highlights, but I think there was was there an interception or two in there. Uh, yeah, you know, so you know the, the the guy could have easily you know added another ten points to that with another TD or a, you know one less interception that type of thing. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson and, and Mahomes kind of cancel each other out, and then like uh, like Andy said, the rest of it's. The rest of it's down to down to down to games, and I think um, you know Will Fuller was was um, was a nice surprise to be honest. It was. He'll have a he'll have a nice. Well, I'd like to hope if he stays fit, a nice bounce back year this year by all accounts from what I've read. And you're dead right in terms of waking up in the morning, and you're both excited and scared shitless to load the app up. <laughs> to load it up <laughs> on a, do, on a Friday morning and on a Monday you, morning. <laughs> I I go straight to the app. Post game like day, it. I go straight to the app, but I often pause and think, just please, please, please have the Sunday night game have gone well. Double figures. I need yeah. to be in double did, figures. Did you say you think you might sneak this one then, Dave? You think it'd be a boner or you think it'd be a chirpser? Yeah, um, I'll go boners just because uh, just because he's on the call. Keep him happy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's tricky looking at this, you know, like 
Ashley has some some probably a bit more upside. Really player, has, some, has some yeah. points to, that they can Love they could they could really go high. I mean, Ingram's still going to start. He's going to get get some work. Yeah. Um, Hopkins. We obviously we don't know how much they're going to spread the ball around. So I don't know how much they're going to force feed in the targets. But I just thought he's going to he's good enough to, to yeah, demand a lot. He'll but then he could be zone, but yeah. but then he could be shadowed by obviously Sherman. So that's mm. not going to be an easy day for him. Yeah, yeah, and I think the I, question marks over Courtney Sutton as well. I mean, he he might be out. Yeah, I mean, he was one that I personally <clears throat> wanted to try and avoid in the draft. I'm not sure how that's going to look with the the Denver situation. I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see come the end of the year. But um, like the uh, at the back end of his roster, so I was I was quite high on on Preston Williams and and um, and yeah. Miller at, at Chicago to kind of have. Not necessarily breakout years, but solid years considering, you know, kind of the situations they're in and where they are on mm. rosters and things. So mm. I think that could be the, the battle down there at the at the bottom end if those guys show up and get, get um targets. Mm. Yeah, well look look at this for me. I mean I, I mean if the bonus they're gonna put up a decent amount of points. I don't think they're gonna flop this week. So if the Chepsers are gonna win, they're gonna to have to, to beat them. They're gonna to have to put up a score. I hope so. And um, they've got a team to do it. Um I'll go, I'm gonna lean Chepsers. I think I think they're gonna just 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 sneak it. Um I think the big dogs are gonna come through. Um but this this will be close. Um all right, the last the last three up games on then. Pick of the day, couldn't it? Oh, <laughs> could be first up on pick of the day. It, it could be one of those like yeah, the, the, all, all the goals. Mm. So we'll go to the last three then. Um, so we'll start with the Magic and the Stormers. Um, how are we seeing that one? Where are we? Slowing it up. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, Maxi's had a nice start with Sean. And obviously, mm-hmm. there's a pick there, so that would have been another two points on top. But I think, obviously, Neil's, Neil's going for broke for this week in terms of he's putting Robinson in for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't... I assume... He will move Kamara up into the running back position and stick Robinson in at flex. Marvin Jones could have a good day um, if obviously Golladay is out. He's currently doubtful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to see uh, how Gibson gets on in that in that Washington. Well, yeah, I mean he's he is coming up against the Eagles' defensive line, which is a good defensive line. Yeah. So um, he may find himself uh, stuffed up there, but then if they're going to feed him the ball. It could be, it could all, it could equally be a massive day for him. Um, but looking at it, I I prefer on I prefer as a whole the Magic's personnel here. Aaron Jones, mm. Le'Veon Bell, I think will will still get twenty odd carries this 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 week. Thomas and Cooper, Cooper are obviously strong. Zach Ertz is going to be probably the number one target um, for this week. With no Alshon and obviously Deshaun's more deep threat, Ronald Jones will probably get the nod. Henry Ruggs, who knows what's going to happen there? Jared Cook, again, I'm not sure with that one, um, but I think I'd go Magic for this one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think um, just just looking at those matchups and, and things across the board, um, I'd, I'd probably lean on the Magics as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I think again. It could be a battle of the tight ends. There's a, you know, who knows how Hayden Hurst mm. looks in Atlanta. That could be a, that could be a champagne or bust sort of situation there for for this week. But um, yeah, I think I'll I think I'll go with the uh, the newly named Super Mare Magics. Mm. I think I'd have to agree. I mean, I just as much as this this change Robinson is probably going to get the nod to start. 
I just see Indianapolis winning this and going up big. Um, I don't know how much he's going to... I don't know what his pass-catching profile is like, so I don't know what he's going to get there. Um, but yeah, like I said, there are lots of question marks here. Philip Lindsay's got to split it with Melvin. Um, there's good camp reports coming out from Matt Ryan and Hayden Hurst. Um, so he could blow up. He's got a nice matchup. I know last year Seattle were terrible against the tight end. Um, so we'll see. Um, there's, I will be looking at the Stormers team with interest because there are obviously some players I like here. Mm. I want to see how they do that. Like Hayden Hurst and Gibson. It'll be interesting to see what they can do. But I do think the art, there's a bit more heavy artillery on the um, on the Magic side. And I think they, they start 0-1. They're 1-0, sorry. Mm. Oh, okay. breaking news. More news. Da, 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 da. Alvin has signed a contract extension worth seventy-five million over five years. Wow, oh, delicious! He gets seventy-seven million overall, fifteen million signing bonus. Kamara is there for the long term. Do you reckon that they're on the phone to each other? He's like, big sign. Alvin, how much you get? Let me know when you get your contract. Alvin, Alvin. That now, that now clears the waters, clears the muddier waters of what the running back landscape had previously been. Yeah, the, the only question mark is was for me with, with Kamara was the fact he had an epidural. Mm. I mean, that just seems crazy to me. I'm sure he'll be fine, and Super Kamario will, will do his thing. Mm. But it is sort of a bit worrying. But at least he's been tied up, and we don't have to worry about that going for, going forward. Mm. Right, so we'll move on to what we got left. Then we've got we've got ducks and expats. So we were liking the we were liking the expats this year. So we're gonna we're gonna. Give them the nod over the Ducks this week. I think I am, yeah, mate. I mean, but then again, DJ started well, and he's got Rogers mm. and Barkley to play up against Brady and Elliot. Um, I think sixteen point nine is a is a strong running back performance. Mm. For Carson and Elliot, you know, respectively to to hit. I think I prefer Rendell's receivers for this week and tight ends. Um, and I probably prefer his bench. So yeah, I think I'm probably gonna have to stick with Rendell for this one. What are you saying, Dave? Yeah, um, just having a little look through. I mean, it's kind of the <clears throat> of the potential has beens, or who's going to step up this year? Is it going to be TB12 or is it going to be AR12? So, um, I guess we'll I guess we'll see. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the nod to to Matthew Rendell. Um, you know, his his silly smiling face always makes me. <laughs> Oh, always, always makes me laugh, and I, I love the fact that he went Tom Brady and Gronk. I just think oh, that's great. I think that's Matt Randall all over. So, um, yeah, more power to him. Let's see how, uh, let's see how this week goes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I probably will, will give the nod just to the expats. I mean, there's some big player, big player, big. Oh, no, I can't, can't speak. Good players on the on the on the duck side that could blow up. Um, Metcalf has a good good. Um, Matchup this week. Fan with the question marks on Sutton could get some extra targets his way. Godwin, they can all put up some big points, but I think he's going to need them to do it to to keep up with with the expats this week. Mm. Yeah. So that leaves us to your the doofus and Ed. Yeah, so Ed's got a buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> week one, but unfortunately, like. I think he does, though. Like, I really do. I mean, I know Ayukan is currently questionable. Ayukan! So, so, obviously, Daki might have to think about something there. It might be worth just sticking in Lenny, purely because Bruce Aarons has said he's going to have a, have yeah. a role on week one. Mm-hmm. And I think you'd rather put him in than Swift. Perryman, 
I don't know what his situation is. Is he injured or is, has he held a knot for a bit? I'm not sure. It looks like he's fit here. Um, I mean, Tredavious White will probably be more on Crowder. 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 <laughs> um, but then he might go on Paramount because he's more of a deep threat. So, yeah, I mean, and he's not playing Dylan Week 1 because of Aaron Jones. So, yeah, I, I, I think Ed's got to be feeling good going into this one. And Ed has got unbelievable depth receiver like obviously after the trade he's got Woods and Cup on any given day they could both get anything from 80 to 100 yards like 15 targets each let alone 8 to 10 catches each um, Evans obviously it's looking like he's going to rest him and not risk it but yeah mate it's got to be Ed all day long yeah, yeah I, think I'll, I think I'll agree Um as much as we have, we have a little bad mouth to do because of it, they do have some firepower. Um, we'll see what happens with Higby, whether we can carry on from last year. Um, yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I was deciding on that he wasn't, but there are lots of analysts out there that say he can. So we, we will see. Um, we'll get to see the, the split between Chubb and, and Hunt um, and whether Eckler can carry on from last year. If he can't, if he struggles, then... The Dukas are going to struggle. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Mexicanos take this one by about 20 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd stick with that. I think matchups are in his favour. You know, there'll be a couple of guys, as there always is with, with any team, you know, from from, from the Dukas or, or elsewhere that, you know, some, some nice double digits maybe where you didn't even expect them. But um, yeah, I think things lean towards Ed for this one. Delicious. We made it, lads. I know we've got a little request well from done. the evangelists um, about a, a little Octopig deep dive. Um, we are halfway through it, and it is looking like if you can start 0-1, 0-2, then you're looking like you're pretty much home and dry. There aren't many teams that have gone 2-0 and and haven't made it. Um, so these early fixtures can be crucial. And who mm. makes it to the promised land and who is slipping towards the slop? Mm, so we will see. We will very see, and we are very excited to see how we uh, get there. Then. David, thank you so much again for um, Blessings, taking Dave. time Blessings. out of the schedule. I ho- hopefully, we'll have you back. Will you, did you enjoy yourself? How was your first podcast? Oh, we lost him. He's gone. Oh no! I can hear you. Oh guys. no! There he I'm is. Still here. Oh, there he is. Go on. Have you found, found it, mate? We were certainly we were certainly getting a bit of whiffy bit of whiffy Wi Fi, but uh, I put another fifty p <laughs> in and we're, we're good for another couple of minutes. So, uh, so there we go. No, I appreciate it, lads. It's been fun as always, and uh, I look forward to uh, look forward to hearing that theme theme <laughs> tune. That everybody loves to hear as. Uh, as the new episode. Well, we've got out. the team on the editing already. We've got lots of power here at the uh, being part of the executive exec committee. We can get things done. No, it was great. Beautiful. Cheers again, lads. Much appreciated, and best of luck for this week. Hopefully, the luck shines on you, and you can bring home the W. Um, and I'll look forward to just chucking some random messages and a little bit of, crap and a bit of banter on um, on Sunday. So yeah. For Brilliant. 
Ladies and gentlemen, kissing cousins and sons and daughters. It ain't a party till knuckles blessed with holy water. This is the season for pig skins and solo cups. Wanna tailgate with me, baby? Well, what you waiting for? I pull the front of my quad, trying to get to the quad just to guarantee that my family gonna party hard. No competition in Tuscaloosa.